Izzy and I are delighted to welcome our brand new sponsor, Core. Yes, Core offers a range of vegan vitamin sprays and capsules that help support different areas of your health. Personally, I think certain supplements on the market can be confusing. It's sometimes tough to know what combination of vitamins and minerals do what, and that's exactly why I've really enjoyed using Core's products. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Simple product names such as the energy supplement, the immunity supplement, keep the message clear when browsing what supplements to buy. And Core's mission is simple, no fuss, no confusion, and most importantly, no bull. I couldn't agree more. For me, I found the supplement spray brilliant. I really like the convenience of a spray and uh, actually has none of that funny aftertaste of other vegan multivitamins. For me, the energy supplement was perfect. Like, it's a great way to start the day, and I find it particularly useful during those morning hours when I really struggle to get stuff done. And if you guys, our lovely listeners, want to give Cause range of products a try, then we've got a very special discount code just for you. Yeah, just simply head to their website, getcore.co.uk, choose your products, then head to the checkout and enter VPOD20 to get your 20% off. It's self-care without the bull. And welcome to Two V's and a Pod with me, Izzy the Vegan. And me, Ben's the Vegan Kitchen. In this podcast, we'll walk you through the landscape of veganism through the eyes of two pretty relatable day-to-day vegans. And over the series, we plan on discussing a wide range of topics that you may have pondered upon whilst being vegan or even whilst deciding to take the step. Joining us this week is JP McCormack, a vegan ethical entrepreneur who founded Plant-Based Events Co. We have JP to thank for Portobello Night Market as well as the Vegan Village at Bohemia Place Market. The company also does weddings, retreats and corporate and he's also looking to expand to where he currently lives in Lisbon. JP cares deeply about the independent brands he works with and during lockdown set up Very Earthly, an ethical online marketplace allowing businesses to continue to trade during lockdown. Izzy and I can't wait to hear all about JP's journey into veganism and events. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. We can't wait to chat to you. As all our listeners know, we start the show by talking around our guest's three-course death row meal. I cannot wait to hear yours. <laughs> well, first of all, thanks for having me on. It's lovely to meet you both. Um, and uh, yes, my three-course meal. I think... Uh, I didn't. I've never really thought about this one before. So I'm going to go with. I'd have to name my food traders that I'd usually trade with me. I'm going to go from <laughs> each of them, or else I'm going to get in serious trouble. So I would start off with. For starters, I would go with. Um, Sunkiss Place mac and cheese. It's probably the best mac and cheese I've ever had. It's a beautiful little beginner's dish. It's not too big, but it's one of the first things I have when I'm at the market when they're there. Kinds of gets everything up. Kinds of get everything going. It's it's Carib- Caribbean style, right? Yeah, Caribbean sort of soul food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's delicious. So they have oh, that little Caribbean good. twist in it. It's absolutely amazing. Super creamy. Um, so that's it. So that would be for starters. For mains, it's going to have to be a picky wops pizza. I love pizza. Pizza's my thing. I you, I knew you were going to say picky wops. Did you? As soon as you said, as yeah. soon as you said, the people that you like put have at the stores, there's always picky wops. People are obsessed. Oh, absolutely, they're un- they're unbelievable. And actually, the picky wops pizza they have will be part of the collaboration they're doing tomorrow night with Omkara. So Omkara does this sort of uh, butter chicken, and he mixes that then with the uh, picky wops pizza, and it's just a thing of beauty. I absolutely I've, love I've it. Ge- I've generally been told from people it is the best pizza they've ever had. Like, yeah, um, I yeah, know. I've heard so much. Yeah. 
honestly. A few, a few of the a few of the plant boys had some, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they just, yeah, they yeah. Love it. yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, it is a phenomenal pizza. I think tears were shed when they shut in a brick lane because of that specific pizza. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Well, good news is they're doing it tomorrow night at Portobello as well. So happy days. They're doing the collaboration then. And then for dessert, it's going to have to be a mixture of get that ice cream with mushrooms. Mushrooms, she does all of her, her snacks are the best anyway, the mushroom ones. But I love the Snickers version she does. So she does like a Snickers version made from like reishi mushrooms, etc. And all as well. So it's super delicious, super healthy and I'd have that with get that ice cream so mac and cheese <laughs> pizza and uh, ice cream and Snickers wow so that's mushrooms but in dessert form yeah 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 all of her treats that she makes um, are made from mushrooms so she's a mushroom specialist um, reishi chaga um, all of them lion's mane and turns them all into just the most delicious treats you know so um, so the, the it's, what, it's what every uh, every 16 year old calls themselves after they've been to Amsterdam the <laughs> yeah, exactly right yeah 100% 100% but no but like I said not only are they um, are they super tasty but they're obviously really healthy because of that reason as well so yeah I love them it actually sounds crazy I've mm. I've never heard of someone using mushrooms in a dessert I know mushrooms have a whole load of uses mm-hmm. um, but I've never I can't picture it I just can't picture the texture in a yeah. dessert but I imagine yeah. there isn't any of that mushroom texture at all like no. it's not just going to be a chocolate covered mushroom is it no 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 Complete, <laughs> completely not completely not and obviously as well for a lot of people it's hard for them to get their head around it but as soon as you eat them um, she sells out to every market as well I see most of our traders but it's, it's such a unique thing you know um, getting that health and the tastiness you know it's just quite hard especially in the vegan scene there's so much amazing food out there but not all of it is necessarily good for you so to have something that's mad tasty but also super good for you is is, is, is fantastic so yeah I, yeah, I, I feel that I've just started uh, yeah anyone following my Instagram over the last two weeks see I've just started like a little health kick uh, it's not even for the summer because I still think summer's relatively cancelled but I just yeah. found out that I mean I haven't really exercised I've been eating pretty poorly in lockdown but I just found out I've gained 10 kilograms oh, over wow. the last year and that's uh, that's a hefty it's, it's good going I think um, so yeah anyone who thinks vegan food is uh, your foolproof <laughs> way to a healthy lifestyle um, uh, certainly uh, you still need to exercise and actually eat healthily oh, of course 100% yeah 100% so how long have you been in the vegan scene well I've been vegan myself for four years this September and I did my first vegan event in July 2018 um, so our three year anniversary is coming up very soon um, and I suppose that was my introduction to the scene I suppose when I started hosting the events you know so yeah nearly three years now on the scene and uh, nearly four years vegan did you used to run non-vegan events? no I didn't used to do any events at all um, I still look at myself sometimes like when did the hell did you become an event organiser you know <laughs> but um, it kind of it kind of fell into place really um, I worked in the corporate game for, for many years um, it's actually in the same year that I went vegan I walked out my job um, and I kind of just wanted to do, you know, work for myself find something that I believed in and, and uh, I can get behind so we tried to make a vegan uh, veg- uh, a vegan delivery service called Gooby Go um, that's when I left my corporate job we raised a little fundraiser uh, tried to get some money up I had some local restaurants around Notting Hill Portobello signed up and we thought this is going to be great this is what everyone needs now because at that time there was no vegan options on Uber Eats. There was none on Just Eat. There was none of that. 
And a few months before I actually quit my job, I, no I noticed this. And then I started working on it behind the scenes with a friend. And I said, oh, this could be something. This could be something. Let's see what happens. And then in September, I just thought, right, I'm going to give everything to this, see how it goes and, and try it. Um, walked out my job, which was obviously kind of secure job. My family like, what are you doing? You know, security, this, that, the other. You've been doing this for over 10 years. But I was age 35 at the time. My life was flying by. I didn't feel like I was living with a purpose. Um, so I did. I just walked out and put everything into sort of go, we go. We didn't make a go of it, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, um, and it didn't work out. So in around February, March time, we just had to shelve and say, okay, good to give it a go. That didn't work. But for me at that stage, I know this is my, my work had to be my passion. And my passion was obviously small businesses, the vegan scene, uh, healthy eating, bringing people together, mindfulness, etc. So I needed to find something else to do, but I had no plans. And one day I was walking along Portobello Road and I saw Nish from en route um, underneath the canopy and he was there trading away I smelled the food so it was vegan so instantly went over had a chat got chatting to him for ages we kind of headed off and near enough became friends immediately um, and I just asked him I was like who owns this this venue this venue is awesome and he went um, the Westway Trust and I basically said where are they he pointed them out I literally walked in immediately and I said right who do I speak to about starting a vegan market <laughs> someone <laughs> no word of a lie it was like that the lady at the desk was just like oh okay um, a lovely chap came down called Matt Brad we had a meeting the next day two weeks later we did the first Portobello Vegan Night Market two weeks yeah later we did the first Vegan Night that Market that is a quick turnaround it was wow. such a quick turnaround but we did it and then every two weeks after that it kind of just moved from there and then it expanded and then on to all these other events and then obviously we won awards and whatever else like so it was probably fate of the universe that, that wasn't meant to happen and uh, I'm so grateful it did uh, it wasn't planned and uh, and here we are three years later, you know, so it's it's such an incredible journey. So was it the gap in the market which then moved you to kind of explore veganism? So you weren't vegan before whilst you were in your corporate job. Then you were kind of researching around leaving, saw a gap in the market, and that's what swayed you towards trying veganism? Well, no, actually, at the beginning of 2017, I gave up red meat after watching Conspiracy. Um, just came across it. I was like, okay, let me do, the, um, let me watch this movie. And then I gave up red meat. Um, and then, like I said, we started working on the project as well. And that got me really thrown into the vegan scene as well. Um, well, 2017, gave up red meat. A few months down the line, um, I was, uh, I do things like in process. It's the only thing I've ever tried to do in the past. I've, um, I've kind of followed at the hurdle because I've obviously sort of rushed it, you know. When I was going, when I said I was going to go vegan, I said I needed to do it sort of stages things that will work for me so gave up red meat after that it was white meat for a couple of months then it was uh, fish and then it was vegetarian for a little while but wasn't vegetarian for too long everything I had was putting cheese into so I just got boom, huge in spots very very quickly I was like alright F that it's just, let's do the jump and I and it's time to go vegan so it was part of a process but it started with conspiracy at the beginning of 2017 um, and then that is what basically got me started working on Gobi Go because there was no um, good vegan and vegetarian options available and then and yeah and then in September I just went fully vegan walked out my job and gave everything to, to that project at the time so so were you were you living in London at the time of all of this happening because you say there were no good vegan options available yeah 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 this was on this was on um, Go Vegan oh, sorry this was on uh, Just Eat and uh, Deliveroo and this one I was living in Queen's Park so there was nothing really I think I could get um, Comptoir V 
there's only probably think one or two things I could probably order in at the time, but there was there was nothing at all. But that was even in general when I was going down through the section at the time. There was no sort of there was no vegan section, um, and there were bugger all options. So that was the catalyst, really. I think people forget um, like very easily how quickly things have changed uh, in the market in the UK. I mean, I'd say personally, only in the last uh, couple of years. Um, I'd say since Veganuary 2018, 2019, maybe even, uh, that's when things have started spiralizing and like really going. Look how vegan I am, I'm saying spiralizing, ridiculous. That's not the phrase, spiraling. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, not spiralizing. I'm just thinking of food and yeah. Made some courgette But no, things have obviously escalated so quickly. And now, I mean, I live in Hertfordshire, so actually, I still do struggle a little bit to get like good vegan options. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, I can order normally junk food like Domino. Papa John's um, KFC like Nando's I can get all that the big chains yeah I can get all delivered to my door and get vegan options and you know for us we always say uh, like Izzy always talks about like ordering from the chains and you know how to do that and still support the independence as well which you know we're both uh, super passionate about but no I think people just forget how uh, how quickly uh, vegan life moves really oh completely absolutely um, and like you said even in those last few years alone you see how they have all the different events now popped up all over London London. Um, I just get so encouraged by the amount of restaurants. In fact, I see going full time now in London as well. Mildred's are full time vegan now, so they're not vegan vegetarian anymore. They've gone fully vegan as well, which is great. Um, I know they've reached out. They want to start tending their markets now as well. So it's brilliant news. So um, yeah, it's, a lot has happened in the last three, four years. Like it's crazy, um, and and it's just a really positive thing to see. Really, I think London is leading the way. Um, I'm in Lisbon now. Obviously, it's got good options here but you know I keep saying to some of the, my friends I've met here and I'm like oh you've no idea what London's like man I was like oh as I you know I can walk out of one restaurant say wave we are vegan everything walk down the road I go straight into the temple of Saitan you know what I mean down a little bit yeah. further I'm into the love shack I'm just like oh literally spoilt I think Londoners don't realise how spoiled they are but um, I think so and I, I think I've been very kind of spoiled in my vegan journey I've been vegan only for a handful of years and I went vegan visiting a friend in um, Vegas and then in LA so I had amazing food there and then I was in Bournemouth for a while and the Bournemouth vegan food scene Mm. is growing massively they've got 12 eatery they've got mighty wieners they've got the first deli so they do vegan cheese and charcuterie and uh, sauces and everything that's just opened and then I moved to London and I'm pretty central and I've Mm. literally got everything around me so I've never had to kind of struggle to find vegan food it's always surrounded me so I think I've been super lucky but it's definitely growing exponentially at the moment oh completely I think we're all super lucky if I think now of what th- what's happened in the last four years it's the vegans of the last 20 years 30 years or more I've got so much respect for it's like what you did it you <laughs> yeah. had no breaks you had none of this or you couldn't just pop in and get a snack your snack probably was a little bit of carrot and hummus do you know what I mean like you know we are we are so 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 lucky now but yeah but uh, it, it, it is crazy to think of you know I guess you know it's not the sacrifice because it's you know I don't know well maybe it's the sacrifice but you know what they went through to get it to this stage you know it's crazy I remember so I used to live abroad and when I came back which was the beginning of 2018 I always get the years mixed up because 2020 was such a write off so I always think three years and I still think it's 2020 because it didn't really happen 
happened. But yeah, you know, even when I when I came back, I was living um, with my dad for a little bit, and he lives in uh, like Camden Town, and we had a little Tesco's nearby. And in that little Tesco's, you couldn't get tofu, you couldn't get they had nothing, no vegan section, no vegetarian section. And now, you know, as I mentioned, living in Hertfordshire, my little local Tesco's here now has nutritional yeast. Um, it's got like vegan bacon. It's got yes, it's got Tesco. so much. Yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> it's amazing to see how in such a short space of time, obviously, it grows. But yeah, I mean, you you mentioned just briefly before, and I know we did touch on it before uh, we went live. But you're living in Lisbon now. Yeah. Um, Lisbon is is one of those funny ones that you might not think has a, a, a real host of vegan options, but yeah. it's it's an incredible place for yeah. vegan food. Yeah, amazing place for vegan food, and the scene's just getting bigger as well. I think I said to you, there's there's twenty plus uh, fully vegan restaurants. I think in Lisbon itself. Twenty plus. Yeah, That's yeah. incredible. You've got wow. from, from healthy food to like vegan junkies that are doing like all the Beyond burgers and, and hot dogs and whatever else in between. Um, and most and near enough every single other uh, restaurant in Lisbon has vegan options. At least you'll find a Beyond burger everywhere. No matter where you go, you'll see it in the menu. Do you know what I mean? Um, which is phenomenal. Um, but yeah, the scene is getting bigger and better. I'm planning actually doing some events here as well. I've been in contact with some good venues here. Um, so I'm just trying to we'll, we'll bring come. it all together. With it. Just yeah, let yeah, us know no. with it. <laughs> Well, as I was saying mm-hmm. for the recording, I Cal and I were supposed to be going to Lisbon, yeah. and we still have our kind of vouchers on the oh, on the whatever website we booked it on. Yeah. So, and we it's still on our list of places to go. So we think that'll be one of the first places we visit when we're able to. So I'll see you there. <laughs> One thing at the top of both Ben and I's list is looking after the planet, and our sponsors core have the same intention. Not only are all their products 100% vegan, but also their packaging is FSC certified, helping maintain our world's forests. Their supplements are all palm oil free and all the materials used are 100% recyclable. And one of my favourite things about Core is they plant trees with every purchase you make. This means they're a carbon neutral workforce. That's actually so good. And they've already planted 882 trees and have removed 63 tonnes of CO2 from the atmosphere. This is the equivalent to 191 square metres of sea ice saved. It's incredible. Cool, those stats. I love it. Don't forget to check them out on Instagram at get underscore core or head over to getcore.co.uk to purchase your products and use vpod20 for 20% off your order. I'm, I'm curious to obviously know, I know you live in Portugal and you've spent a lot of time in London, but Ireland's a place that, you know, naturally you are from. Yeah. Uh, that's not really anywhere that you hear much about veganism. I'm keen no. to know what it's like over there. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think people will probably know Dublin. Um, you know, we have a lot of listeners from abroad as well. Uh, they'll know about Dublin, they'll know about Ireland, but, you know, I personally don't know anything. If there is if there is a vegan scene there, like, does it exist? Is it growing? Like, what's, what's, what's the latest over there? Um, it is a scene that's growing, just like anywhere, thankfully. Um, you see lots of vegan events now in Ireland as well. There's vegan um, markets now in Dublin they've got the Irish Vegan Festival they hold now once a year as well which is wonderful I think all the cities outside of Dublin so definitely Belfast Cork Galway they're all having little mini vegan markets are popping up now as well Um, and apart from that because I'm not there full time but I do know when I go home like to give you an idea like Ballinrobe County Mayo one of the smallest towns in Europe you know uh, where my mother's from In in, in the Tesco's and everything there you've got the whole range of 
all the plant milks you've got the vegan cheeses you've got the um, you've got the mocked meats you've got absolutely everything <laughs> it's unbelievable and even some of the smaller cafes are doing little vegan options as well for people um, my father who's 74 73 74 shit I should know uh, <laughs> I think it's 74 now but he's big Irishman you know he's an uh, extra rugby player etc as well and he's given up milk he's been on the oat milk now for the last four months now as well so nice. and, and, and he loves it you know what I mean so there's small changes that are happening um, and I think when I see the little small towns have lots of vegan options everywhere and the people are talking about it he sends me typical Irish he'll actually send to me in Lisbon cutouts from the paper he'll cut them out and put them up and set them in an envelope and send them to me anything that's vegan at all that's happening sort of in Ireland or whatever you know which is great um, so yeah it's getting better it's obviously a country where agriculture and farming you know still plays a huge huge part um, but there's more awareness happening there as well um, whether it be for ethical or health reasons but either way there's less animal suffering as a result so it's getting better so yeah Am I right in saying Bohemian Marketplace is also an event that you run yeah, under your plant-based events? I do indeed so um, I run Portobello Vegan Night Market that's plant-based events co sort of mothership um, event then we do a collaboration with Bohemia Place Markets for Hackney Vegan Village and the Hackney Vegan Night Market which is a new one as well um, we run Vegan Day Party which I do with the collaboration with Louis Blake me and him run that one together we've done one in Norwich already we've done East London we've done South London we're hopefully going to do Brighton Bristol Manchester Dublin and a few others as well over the next year or so if <laughs> if conditions if conditions permit of course um, and um, we've got a, quite a few other little events popping up as well um, over the next six months um, other collaborations I love working with other sort of like minded vegan business people um, to try and make things happen so yeah so I went to the vegan village, I think it was about last week or the week before. Yeah. Um, that was the Bohemian one and that was incredible in Hackney. It was so much fun and there were so many stands and there was live music blasting out and drinks and food and it was just such a nice vibe and I discovered so many new independent vegan food, vegan candles, vegan clothes that I'd never even heard of before and that's why I love markets because there's such an array of small independent brands that you wouldn't really have a chance of finding out about unless you go to these markets. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and thank you for going down and visiting, first of all. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's brilliant. We always have 30 plus traders there. And like you say, we have from clothing, the beauty products, to, to uh, food, drink, alcohol, arts and crafts, you know, CBD, like plants. Literally, we have everything, you know. So um, yeah, it's a wonderful event. And uh, I think we try and do that with most of our events rather than just being a market create a bit of a shopping experience as well um, not only supports further small businesses but it creates a natural experience for the visitors as well you know so yeah for sure and it was actually quite nice to see I think Portobello was it felt like one of the first things that was kind of back um, like properly uh, in and amongst the uh, COVID restrictions being changed like I remember seeing the videos I didn't go I, I live annoyingly far from Notting Hill um, and obviously all the, all the boys are talking about going tomorrow night I'm just like yeah, I want to go but I'm, it's just yeah it's it's a lot after work but it was great to see the videos and the vibe of people there and like enjoying themselves and yeah it, it felt like a turning of a, of a page over the last couple of years yeah yeah absolutely and I think for us you know I've got such a closer relationship with the traders you know I care about them deeply um 
and they've suffered a lot over the last 18 months as well so the last the first event we did back was a massive release um for the traders getting back out there and making money for them again and having them just conversing with the with the with their customers and potentially customers as well wonderful to see to see the community back out again all the families and the kids with smiles on their faces having a good time was beautiful to see the that's really what it is about for us. You know, we just want to create platforms, loving platforms where we can support small businesses, but also plant seeds of change and compassion and love to anyone that comes. You know, whether they're vegan or not, it's an open door. Come on in, enjoy these vibes, enjoy this food. And, and that will be a seed planted. You know, they'll be going, anyone that comes will always be walking away with a, with a really positive um, outlook, not only on the vegan scene, but the food that they've eaten. They're like, you know, these burgers and pizzas and everything like what these are made from plants they're like yeah exactly you know you can eat amazing food no animal has to die and you will be healthier they're like all right cool you know what i mean so you know that's it has made a big change um and uh, yeah so i've probably gone off tangent there a little bit i just love Porto Velis. Oh, well, welcome to uh, two v's and a pod it's uh, the going off tangent podcast it's absolutely yeah, yeah. fine Fair i don't even remember what the question was anyway so I it's fine it we just about, we just talk um, yeah yeah no no that's it man that's it i love it I we just, just we it. just asked how your day was going and here we are so <laughs> yeah yeah two, two hours later it's just that amazing vibe of everyone being outside together and you're not sat around tables, you're walking around, you're getting to socialize and you also have your business online as well, right? The Earthly, yeah. so that's the ethical marketplace. So Correct. you've got very contrasting from like super social, everyone out about in London, yeah. and then you've also got your online business as well. Absolutely, yeah. Well, that all came about because the markets were closed down. So last year when the first uh, lockdown came in, obviously I speak to all my traders all the time. Say my traders, like they're my friends, you know. You know, Cristiano Picky obviously is a good friend of mine. You know, Benny, Yosu Coconut's a good friend. They're all good friends of mine, the club culture boys, all of them um, and they were suffering you know, they had no markets to attend to they had no products that they could sell um, not everyone was sort of self-employed or, or, or was eligible for these government sort of uh, help packages or whatever it may be um, or they couldn't qualify whatever it was but we were, we, it was tough for us and it was tough to see them you know knowing that they had this festival cancelled, that festival was going to be cancelled, and, and they, they need these things, you know, to get by. So I just called up a good friend of mine, Daniel Earth, I think you know Daniel Goodall. I was like, Dan, man, I was like, I want to get something sorted here because <laughs> these guys are my friends. We need to try and bring something online. Let's, let's support the small businesses even further if we can. So we came together, and, and uh, initially, initially it was Voss, vegan online store, um, and then we rebranded it to Earthly. But the whole premises of it and is, is basically just to support small businesses. That is it and give them another opportunity, another lifeline. If this should happen again, um, give them more presence online in a really affordable manner. And and um, and actually to create a, work, uh, a marketplace different to say the likes of Etsy. You know, this is, this is just fully plant-based. It's vegan, but it's not just food and clothing products you know it's services as well you know um you can get a tattoo booked here you can get a you can book a dog walker no way yeah. oh my goodness ben and i were talking about vegan tattoos a while ago i mean i'm due to get um my tattoo updated and i want to find a vegan tattoo artist so i'll be yeah. having a look then yeah, we've got we've got three lovely uh, tattoo artists vegan tattoo artists actually on earthly at the moment as well but like like i said we just you know i got friends of mine and also lots of practitioners that are friends of mine so a lot of our events we introduce mindfulness we will 
we usually have a Reiki teacher there, some yoga, some AYM, maybe some sound healing, just depending on the, the actual venue itself. So I have lots of friends who are practitioners, and so we've got them on board as well. If you want to book a yoga teacher, you can do that. An online yoga class, an online meditation class, you can do that as well. So we just want to create that one hub where we can support small ethical businesses, um, keep prices cheap for them, and just offer them a bit of another lifeline because, you know, um, trade was tough for the last two years. So that's where Earthly came about, you know. So is, is a vegan tattoo artist someone who's a tattoo artist and vegan or someone who uh, just tattoos using like vegan friendly products or is it both? Like generally both. They'll be vegan and they only use vegan ink. So the ink is not tested on any animals. Um, so it's all cruelty free ink basically. Um, and yeah, and imagine, <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. A vegan tattoo is someone who's vegan and they use uh, vegan ink, yeah. And uh, I think something that we wanted to touch on as well really quickly is obviously after COVID, which you know hopefully is slowly becoming to be reality now, what do you see as the future of like markets and the marketplace? Like, do you see any sort of revolution? Do you see it becoming more like the norm? Is it going to be something that's happening more frequently or less frequently? Like, what what do you think the future holds for the market as a whole? Oh God, man! I, I wish I could tell you, but I have. We've had to change events at the last second of the last six months as well. We've had to. I've had the police calling us up the last second, saying, "Listen, we need you to change this and do this and do that." It's so hard because, as you've seen, the government can come along and pull the rug from under your feet at the last second literally at the moment it's going to be tougher for um, events because even a lot of the big events I've noticed have been um, they've been cancelled um, even the ones outside of the vegan ones have all been cancelled as well because the underwriters are struggling to insure or find the right insurance now for people who are running events because there's no clear message coming from the government it's actually a bit of a problem now for a lot of event organisers um, so if things go as they are now and things are starting to reopen and we're okay and we crack on then the markets are going to thrive markets will always thrive I think it's very much a, a London thing as well people love heading down the market like you say speaking to someone face to face having a chat you know um, the different stalls all around you and that's and that's all just buzz of the market so the market will never go away the markets will always thrive as long as conditions will allow yeah I think as Izzy said it's always like a, an amazing way of doing it and I, I always kind of equate it to like a barbecue you know a barbecue you never have one thing you have loads of things for absolutely yeah. no reason <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, just because yeah. you want to make the most of the the fire and the flames and uh, it's the same with the market i always go i try and go tactically i always have something small to start i'm like right i've got to let my stomach expand yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, and i want yeah. to go in but yeah. i always end up doing myself dirty and i'll eat something <laughs> ridiculous and i'll be like i can't eat anymore there's so many things i want to try and yeah i end up going home with bags full of just uh, junk food which hey there's, there's worse things it probably explains my uh, 10 kilo weight gain that i talked about earlier absolutely i <laughs> I'm happy to help <laughs> help you gain more yeah that's yeah, exactly geez. right pop down tomorrow to Portobello for a couple more pounds Ugh, that's why I can't go it's not fair it's not fair, <laughs> not it's not fair. Huh? yeah no. but it's definitely on my list to go um, I'm North London so it's still quite far from me that's why the Hackney one was, which was, was great so it's nice that you're doing ones across London instead of all kind of in one area as well oh 100% I've got plans for North London at the moment as well so but look, I have for the last year and a half been looking for the right venue in North London we're closing in in one or two so hopefully we'll have some good news for you guys there in regards to that um, cool and if, if, if you want to do like St Albans 
or Watford or somewhere kind of near <laughs> yeah, where I, I live. Think there is a St Albans vegan market. Yeah, there, there was one uh, like once. There's yeah. uh, there's not there's not a lot going on. Because um, I know because yeah. we because we they were one of the contenders that we beat to best vegan market UK for Portobello in 2019. Oh yeah, I mean I'm yeah I can see why it probably wasn't so hard to knock them out. I mean there were a few people there who uh, Thanks, there man. were a few people there. No no I was I mean, it was positive for you. Um, it was it was just really big. It was like it was just the the biggest street and it just it took too long to get from one end to the other and you know that's why I think Portobello is nice because it's all kind of Circle. it's there and yeah. it's contained and uh, yeah you don't have to go too far for a, for a meal <laughs> no you don't you don't it's nice and compact in Portobello definitely yeah God, I'm coming across so fat and lazy so <laughs> aren't I <laughs> come on travel travel here Ben we'll, we'll meet that we'll put a date in the diary um, but JP have you got a booking in for a restaurant because obviously indoor restaurants are opening up do you have your first booking? Where are you going? No, I don't yet, but as soon as no. I get back to London, I'll be going straight into the Love Shack. Basically, on the corner of Hackney Road and Cambridge Heath, there is probably the best vegan venue in the whole of London. And I mean that. Um, you can, uh, they have the best vegan menu, number one. It's run by vegans, Jamie Milkman. You know Milkman? The... The brand, the plant, the plant, uh, yeah, the plant yeah. brand. Yeah, so that's his. Um, they, and they have, they have the Love Shack. Um, they will do mindfulness things like acro yoga and things like that in the morning, cacao ceremonies. Oh, this I type love together. it. I'll be there for the yoga and then I'll pick up some lunch. That sounds like oh, a that's dream. It, that's it. And then nighttime we'll have parties as well, full moon parties type of thing and all as well. Just like very, very high vibrational venue uh, full of beautiful people. When you walk in the door, you'll probably get a hug. Um, it's Good job we can really... hug from next week onwards then. <laughs> yeah, that's just not, nothing stopping me from hugging, I tell you that. But um, you can know uh, what's nice about it is it's got a very bohemian feel to it, you know. So you've got a big, lovely out- outdoor area. You've got like the pallets and it's that you sit down inside. It's very East London, a most amazing venue, even better people. Um, and that is the first place I'm going to be visiting when I get back. Yeah, and no, I, just, I just had a look on Instagram. There's so many, it's hard to keep up. And, there you know, really is, yeah. yeah. We never. We never claim to be experts. We just like food and we like talking about it. So uh, yeah, there's always going to be a few places that we miss. But yeah, it, de- it definitely looks great. Um, I guess in terms of you, you know, it's a really cool journey and it's a really cool story. Um, if people want to find out more about you and more about the stuff that you run, like where can they find you? Uh, where's the best place to follow you? What's the all the events pages? So it's a good time to plug absolutely everything. Plug time, <laughs> is it really? Okay. So in regards to the events, let's start with Instagram. I think you should go to plant based at plant based events co. Um, and then obviously we've got at the Portobello Vegan Night Market, um, at Bohemia Place Markets, and between this, those three accounts you'll find the majority of our events which is great to follow um, to follow Earthly and, and, and to further again support small businesses you could go to uh, at very underscore earthly or veryearthly.com and same at Plant Based Events Go plantbasedeventsco.com and my personal Instagram is at jpmccormack underscore so uh, yeah you'll probably see me in my ginger beard and, and what have you there <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I won't be hard to, I'll be hard to miss anyway I'm sure we actually talked about maybe going down to Portobello to record but we just thought the noise would just be it would oh, be it's, impossible it's, it's insane yeah 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 it, it goes off in Portobello man honestly it's, uh, <laughs> it's like a little mini carnival every two weeks the next one 26th of May perfect and that's just before bank holiday weekend as well so you have no excuse not to celebrate a, uh, a Wednesday because why not <laughs> Wednesday's a great day that's it. Good man, Ben. 
Thank you so much for listening as always. It was so great chatting to JP. I really want to get myself down to a market as soon as possible. Yeah, me too. I also loved hearing about how passionate JP is about supporting independent businesses. Check out at Plant Based Events Co. and VeryEarthly.com. This show was produced and edited by Callum Goddard Mocklow for Apricot Audio. And we'll be back next week with another episode for you. But in the meantime, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, available on all podcast platforms such as Apple, Spotify, and Acast. And if you want to keep up to date with all the latest happenings, then remember to follow us both on Instagram at Izzy the Vegan and at Ben's Vegan Kitchen. We'll see you next week. See you later.